Chapter 4 Actions Bosch, Late Spring, 2349 I looked to either side as I walked down the textured ramp from the airship we arrived on. The air is cool, though I can still catch the hint of the sea in it. We are close to a large gray hangar that has a low brick building attached to it. I glance into the distance. There is a tall chain-link fence with a road leading up to it from here and then away from it on the other side. On the far side, the road is lined with trees that are far more like those I was familiar with in the North Country than the trees of Bell Coast. I wonder how close I am to my old home. A small shudder passes over me, though I don't know why. But I do know. I don't want to return there. I wonder where here is. I shift my inspection closer and look at the people that are buzzing on the ground below me. Unlike my old home in the North Country, this place has people of all colors, mostly browns with some deep, almost black-colored ones, and a few pale ones like me. Bellcoast had people in the village of different shades, but the household was mostly light-colored, except the dark girls, and that never ended well for them. They're mostly men and a few women, all in black uniforms, some with vests and some without. They are significantly younger than the crew had just met. They attend to the airship, chalking its wheels and preparing it to recharge. The two women from the trip move past me, both giving me a kind, good luck, girl, and a wave. They don't touch me, and for that I am grateful. The old man is walking behind me several paces. I feel him pause when I do and restart when I begin to walk. My instinct calls for me to trust him, but experience says, be cautious and be ready to run. He says that no one is enslaved in Bosch, but captivity can take many forms. I'll keep my eyes open and my body ready to escape. I pause at the bottom of the ramp, but the man moves past me. I take in the bustling activity as people move in and out of both the hangar and the brick building. Cat Wallace? His gruff voice calls my name. I like having my name back. The man stands by the blue vehicle, and I notice his vest is more elaborate than any of the others I've seen. He's holding the passenger door open. You can ride shotgun with Betsy. I'll sit in the back. I nod. I don't know this expression, but I like the power it has. Shotgun. I like the sound of that. Do I get a weapon? I raise my eyebrows, testing the limits of this place and this person. I know what the response will be. Thralls are never allowed to be near weaponry. He laughs. You can have one of mine if you like. And he proceeds to pull a hand weapon from a holster inside his flight suit and offer it to me. I stare at the offered item. What kind of an insane place is this anyway? That they just hand weapons to anyone who asks for them? I'm not completely inexperienced with weapons, including guns. I used a hunting rifle back home a few times, though someone would always laugh and say, it's a good thing we don't rely on you for food, when my shot would land far off the mark. I can't think about that. Best to pretend it never happened. Then I can keep my mind clear. Let's see what he says when I try to take it. I reach out my hand and wrap it around the barrel. Ah, wait, the man named Teddy says. See, I knew it was too good to be true. My suspicions are confirmed. He pulls it from my hand and turns it around, settling the grip in my palm. Here's the safety. That's got to be off to shoot. I look at the craggy face and narrow my eyes. Okay. 
I say slowly. I gently try to pull the weapon toward me, and I feel his hand fall away willingly. This is crazy. If you haven't used one of those before, don't worry. We'll get you trained up another day. Just hold on to it as long as you want. Take the shotgun spot. He motions to the front passenger seat of the vehicle. I peer in and see a roundish woman of indeterminate age, with short, dark curls and a pleasant smile. She is not wearing a uniform, but instead a dusty rose-colored tunic with a soft gray cardigan over it. I slide into the smooth, comfortable seat, settling the weapon in my lap. The pleasant smile woman in the driver's seat glances down at it. Oh, that's one of the MC's favorites. Her voice is warm and friendly, like old Dorothy's. It's part of a pair. Be sure to see if you can negotiate it for the other one, too. Her eyes twinkle at me. I smile and nod and settle back into my seat, relaxing slightly for the first time in months. I think I'm going to like being in Bosch. Good advice. I'm Kat. I'm Elizabeth Ingram, the executive secretary to the master commander of Bosch. You can call me Betsy. Teddy is getting in the back seat, and I turn, looking at him appraisingly. You're the master commander? Should I be impressed? There is a hint of humor in my voice. Be impressed by actions, girl, not titles. I turn around in my seat as the vehicle begins to move. Duly noted. Teddy and Betsy laugh, and I find myself really smiling for the first time in a long time. <laughs>